Hopefully that did not pop your speakers or eardrums, but uh, let's get into this, man. We have a really fun show today. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. We have a special guest, and we're going to do a, uh, something a little bit different today, and that's why we have Chief on here as well. Um, so Outriders, as you guys know, came out this week, and it came out for most of the cloud game platforms. And these guys, Jerry, Gamer TV, and Chief did a lot of testing with this game. So we're going to discuss which platform we felt, they felt, ran it the best. And um, just more about that game and overall its, its state because it seems to be struggling still right now. Um, so that's going to be a fun um, discussion to have with, with all three of them. But then we're going to cover some... Stadium news with 10 games coming to the platform this week. We got our pro games this week for Google Stadia, which was a lot of good stuff. So we'll get into that. GeForce Now, again, had the GFN Thursday with 12 games coming to the platform for this week. So we'll get into that too. Uh, xCloud is getting backwards compatibility games. We're going to look into that. And then also MLB, the show, 21, is coming to xCloud which is an incredible news, so we'll talk about that. And then Luna, three games announced for the platform. We'll get into that. And then the Faith of Shadow, I want these guys to give their feedback on what we think is going on and possibly uh, what can happen to the Shadow platform. So to get started, let's introduce the panel again. So much to talk about. Uh, so to get started, Holtz, how are you doing, sir? What have you been playing? What platform? So just loads of misfortunes on like the game inside, especially with the Outriders. I sort of stayed away from it and just carried on grinding with Dragon Quest Eleven on um, Game Pass Cloud and that because I'm not risking jumping into new games at the moment where I've got a huge big backlog at the moment. So you talked about pre-ordering Outriders. Yeah, so to me, I was going to originally do it on Stadia. But then, because the panel was talking about 1080-60 and and ray tracing for potentially Outriders, I thought, well, maybe I should actually purchase on, you know, GeForce now because, you know, we got seen the price on Humble Bundle and it was a lot cheaper. And I thought, well, maybe I'll give it a chance. But then closer to the date, and I seen like the issues and it didn't have ray tracing and all the problems with the server side and this. I just thought to myself, nope, I'm staying away from that and I'm just going to Game Pass. Okay. Okay. So because I was really worried because I really support Square Enix, mm. but this game is recommended at six gig ten sixty TTX ten sixty. And when I didn't see it have ray tracing, I was like, why would I want to play a platform? This game on this platform that Square Enix is not supporting the game and not showing the potential of the game you can actually play on likes of GeForce now. Yeah. True, true. So, so well, I, I thought I'd keep my money in my pocket and just play it on Game Pass. There you go. They, we'll, we'll get uh, into that as well. So much Outriders conversation to be had. But let's check in with Duncan, sir. How are you? What have you been doing? Also, what game, what platform? I have been playing on basically everything this week. And, and the game I haven't been playing is Outriders. <laughs> 
and uh, uh, I, I wasn't convinced that the game to start off with. I'm probably going to jump into it maybe next week. I have it uh, ready to go, sort of, but I'm just waiting to all this st- stability issues calm down. But I have been playing a heck of a lot of things. I've dived in a bit into Resident Evil on Stadia again. Uh, my usual sort of non Assassin's Creed uh, binge at the moment. I'm playing that on the go on Makishi. But I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise people here. The the platform which has actually surprised me the most this week and I, I, I'm waiting for the laughter in the panel. I did a tweet about this last night and it was Apple Arcade. And over the last couple of over the last couple of days, they just did a big drop off games and I am getting sucked in to to those. There's a new game by Miss Walker there, and there is a game by Platinum uh, as well, which have dropped onto it. And I, I'm going to tell you this, Holtz wants to go on the Apple Arcade and play these because it is right up his alley. And I think it is real interesting uh, what, what Apple are doing here because it looks like they are starting their game up that way. I know it's not really high, but it does sync across all the devices. But it, it's, it's something to keep an eye on. So the games from uh, Miss like Miss Maker Walk, I can't. Uh, but are they like JR? Because they make some pretty good JRPGs. It, it's a it's a JRPG, and nice. the and the platinum game is something else. The art style in that is absolutely fantastic. So. Uh, nice. Again, this is gaming is just going everywhere now, and uh, if these landed onto the Switch or a different platform, you, you you would be talking about them. But because they're an Apple Arcade, they are going to get missed by a lot of people. But these right. are big, proper sort of games. So, are they touch control games? Were these games specifically like designed for iOS devices? It's iOS. It's not just iOS. It's across iOS TV. Okay. iPads, uh, Macs as well. You pl- you start playing on your phone, you can jump onto your iPad, you can jump onto your Mac, you can jump onto your Apple TV and just play it across. It all syncs up and it's it's class. Uh, on the phone, it is touch controls or you can play it with your uh, controller there. So it's, 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 it's real interesting. Yeah. Is, it, is it compatible with the Xbox controllers and stuff like that? As far as I know, I'm using Makishi, and it's picking up the Kishi straight away. Wow. So this is a big deal, guys. So if you guys don't know who Platinum Games are, they're the makers of Bayonetta, which is a highly respected franchise. And Miss Walker is a highly... I mean, so this is Apple paying money to get exclusive games to their platform. I mean, that should be an eye-opener uh, if they ever do want to get into the cloud gaming space for real you can see that they're gonna just have kind a of take that now. approach there's a game on here the highlights game called fantasian i've not i don't know if that's one that you've seen before but that, the that's... graphics and the rpg elements of that just look insane now i dumped apple arcade about well a month after they started because it was just trash but I've just also seen Star Trek Legends is on there. So they are now pulling some big games into arcade. That's extremely different to what it was six months ago. So, yeah, oh. that's very interesting. So is it like a, uh, I don't know, I, I uh, we have it's a like role. like Antstream, but paid. So you pay a monthly fee and you have access to yeah. all these games. It's like Game Pass. Wow. Yeah, it's £5 oh. a month. 
or, or if you're part of Apple One, it's part of Apple One, yeah. which I'm a part of Apple One. Uh, so am I, yeah. That's why I've yeah. just gone out another look. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got access to that, so you've got these games. I Again, I think it's just something to keep an eye on with Apple going forward. And we know they've put out the patents as well for cloud gaming as well. So uh, they, I think by the looks of things, the games they're dropping here is... Uh, a lot of people are just going to overlook it, but they are buying some absolute banging games there. Right. I've just seen a NBA 2K21 arcade editions on here now. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right here. What the hell does that even mean? Arcade edition. That is quite interesting. <laughs> what the heck? But yeah, wow. some quite oh, cool look games on here now. Look at this, fellas. Uh, and again, it, it anyway, I think we're getting a bit off tangent. Yeah, we're going off tangent, but again, if you've got an Apple TV, you can play it on your TV. You've got an iPad, and it just all syncs up, and it is quite in, it's quite cool, and just to keep an eye on. And some of these we uh, iPhone games that they've got there, they've took out the microtransactions, so they're the full versions. You don't have to worry about ads or anything like that as well. There is some, obviously, throwaway sort of games there, but they do have some of them absolutely banging games go from uh, Miss Walker there we were saying with Fantasia and it's a demon demon something I've actually got on the phone but I can't see my phone at the moment but it, and the art style is just amazing interesting well yeah if you can yeah. see that if you can quickly pull up Fantasia before we move on that where the, is that at I was just trying search to for it. Yeah. I just where here uh, well, yeah, just do a Google search for Fantasian. Okay. I think someone who who had involvement in Final Fantasy has an involvement with uh, Fantasian, did they not? Duncan, I think you'll back me up on that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the guy who made that. That's it, Miss Walker. Yeah. They, they were uh, part of that. So, yeah. Word of Demons. Yeah, yeah, it's it. Word of Demons. If you look up Word of Demons as well, it is just astounding what wow. things things are going on here and the I think... oh, this sorry, is... sorry. this is a wild tangent but it's technically Clyde because it's going between all the different platforms <laughs> or play on. quite interesting though wow okay the Apple Arcade was absolute trash literally a few months ago I do you keep an eye on it occasionally but these games that have just dropped are insane. Star Trek Legends has been advertised all over Reddit for like months. And that's like one of those pay to play type games. And it's just dropped on Apple Arcade. So no no microtransactions, nothing. That's very interesting. Is that any good? Wow, okay, so yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe we'll look more into this, man. This is quite interesting. But again, that's the beauty of this panel, you know, just people playing different things. Like this is this was not even the notes, but yeah, well definitely hopefully you guys watching. If you have an iOS device, check this out. Good stuff. Good stuff. But yeah, we'll look more into that. Thank you, Duncan. For sure. Mark, how are you, sir? What have you been doing? What have you been playing? What platform? I'm good. Uh, probably same answer as most people. A bit of Outriders. Tried it on <clears throat> uh, xCloud with the Razer Kishi first. 
um, recorded like a first impressions video that was completely useless because it turns out my phone recording software records through my microphone simultaneously. So all you can hear is me hitting triggers on the Kishi. So that was a nice throwaway video. Good use of my time. Um, xCloud is still the same for me um, in terms of performance, still audio. At this point, it could completely come down to distance away from a data center, but I'm still getting the same performance I got six, eight months ago. Um, So just gave it a quick go. Uh, and then dropped the money to get it on Steam because then through Steam, uh, installed it on Shadow, had a quick go on there. Um, the Steam version you can get to obviously on GeForce now and Boostroid as well. So across all three of those platforms, been having a go. That's awesome. So maybe you also can jump in and outride this conversation because it seems like you've tried it on multiple platforms. But we'll get into that. But thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. How about you, Jerry? What have you been up to? What have you been playing? What platform? And just real quick, uh, thank you for becoming a member. B Mox eighty one. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks. Yeah. So same Outriders. Uh, I would like to say I've been playing Outriders a lot, but I've been more trying to play Outriders more than actually getting to play it. Um, and I mean like hours yeah. of trying, uh, just sitting here, the amount of videos I could have made on anything else in those hours is it's, it's pretty sad, but, uh, what I have been in, uh, which has been series X mostly, uh, it's, it's pretty good. They, the game has a lot of potential, but man, this launch is, in some ways worse than cyberpunk launch and that's it, it's not in the same ways but it it's it's nasty right now it really is and um i just haven't experienced anything like this in a very 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 long time if if ever on my end right here with with outriders are you are you saying like the game is bugged out launch wise yeah, uh, the the game has huge issues when it comes to performance optimization type of things that we'll talk about, especially for PC, which carries over to GeForce Now. Um, and Stadia is suffering from a lot of the same issues, but it's not just game side. They've been suffering from network issues with the game as well um, that a lot of people have been talking about. So that's another whole thing. So a lot of it's kind of twofold, uh, where it's the game and it's also the network. And locally, PCs have struggled unless you have something super powerful. You're getting really lucky. Um, and Rev consoles have been the best place uh, for the game so far. Okay. Wow. Interesting. We'll get more into all of that. How about you, Chief? What have you been up to? What have you been playing? What platform? <laughs> uh, well, mostly Outriders before the demo. And then obviously once the release dropped, I've been diving onto the full version. As Jerry said, you know, there's been some server issues. But you know, we've all seen that this game didn't seem to be that popular from a lot of the videos and the interest. However, it is in the top ten Steam concurrent games with over 113,000 concurrent players today. And obviously mm-hmm. that's just Steam. You've not got the consoles or epic versions in there so i think it's another launch catastrophe of completely underestimating player counts and server loads and their servers have been down almost as much as they've been up so they are definitely struggling right now and it is a huge shame and cross play is a major problem but 
we'll come on to that later. But yeah, regardless, I've been playing pretty much Outriders for the last week and a half. Okay, good to know. Thank you, Chief. And how about you, Hellmonkey? What have you been up to? What have you been playing? What platform? Well, I jumped back into Cyberpunk this week because of the updates. I've still got some time to sit down and run through it and just see exactly what they have fixed. It was an encyclopedia of fixes that we, we do know. And um, I just went back over the things that, that I ran into problems the last time. And for the most part, the game is running a hundred times better. And I'm playing this on Stadia, by the way. Um, yeah, it looks better. The game feels smoother. Um, there is still some issues. I ran into a new issue where I couldn't switch camera view in the car for some strange reason. So when I was driving, it just would not change camera view. Um, close the game down, open it back up. It worked fine. A couple of hours later, and um, th- the bug was back again. So um, it- it's far better than it was, though. Uh, I've-, I've enjoyed it so much better. Um, I can actually complete the mission this time without having to load a previous save file and lose loads of progress. Um, so, yeah, and then apart from that, just jumping in and out of FIFA from time to time on Stadia and, you know, doing a bit of retro stuff on Antstream Arcade on the mobile at night times. Yeah, that that looks good. I'm not in, uh, into retro games, but after watching your video, I think uh, you cover that too, Jerry. Um and I don't know, like I might give that a look, man. Yeah, you I don't should, know if man, I'll, you should. Yeah, I don't know if I'll play it much, but I think it'll be good to check out for sure. Yeah, um, I'm fine. Yeah, right. Uh, but anyway, just a disclaimer: I uh, I thought I was pretty good at FIFA, um, and I tried to stream that game, and I I can't tell you the embarrassment that I faced streaming that game, and I just I I. Put the game down and i think i am retired officially from fifa but hell Monkey's pretty good though um so kudos to you for keep you know still playing that makes I... you feel better ace my seven-year-old beats me <laughs> you were that bad ace it made me confident to jump on and actually play you oh gosh i'm gonna win <laughs> it was it was bad I, I should delete that stream, but it's still up if you guys want to catch it. But anyway, we got a guest today, guys, uh, Gamer TV. And again, I think he's going to be a good addition to this podcast because, again, if you, if you guys don't know anything about Gamer TV, he does a lot of good things, very knowledgeable when it comes to comparison and testing games out. And uh, check out his YouTube channel. Link is in the description below. Um, but if yeah, if you guys are into like cloud gaming comparisons, and I I don't know if you do console, but uh, check it out, good stuff. But let me give you the floor. Let people know what you do, and also let them know what game have you've been playing and what platform. All right. Well, um, I'm a developer. I um, I'm a subcontractor. I, I, I typically come in during the. Um, middle of a project's phase towards the end of the phase and i go through code triple check double check um i'm kind of that that last step before i uh tell the team all right guys the code's looking good let's uh let's get it out and um, my specialties are pretty much around unity and um and unreal engine so i've been doing that for a pretty long time now and god man i my eyes, I, and this is a little off topic, but my eyes are shot. <laughs> I'm like, you know, my, my daughter, she's uh, 13 years old and 
you know, I, she, she, she'll catch me squint because I, I, I don't wear glasses yet, but I need mm -hmm. them. And she'll, she'll see me squinting. And it's such a, a, a natural, it's a habit now from looking at all the code and the tiny thousands of lines. And she's like, dad, just get classes. Like, oh God, that's me admitting my, my age here. But, um, as far as games that I've been playing, I, I jumped back in like hell monkey. I went back to cyberpunk, um, just to check out the 1.2 patch and it's it, it's really good um there are some issues here and there but overall it seems every platform received a nice nice boost um in the right direction so i was happy about that um jumped into a, a ton of outriders when when i can i mean if the servers are up mid-mission you know it's it's killer. <laughs> I actually, it's, it's it's crazy. Before I hopped on to here, I, I, I was running a mission and I actually dropped my first legendary piece of loot and boom, gone. Oh, the server serious? just cut out. I'm like, dude, oh. do you know how hard it is to get a gold piece of anything in this game? Oh, wow. <laughs> and, and the server just cut out. At that point, I said, you know, I think I'll, I need to leave this alone. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been across all platforms with that, um, you know, from Stadia to PC, um, PlayStation, Series X, um, GeForce Now. And uh, yeah, I have, I have some pretty interesting things to uh, <laughs> talk about with that. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Again, great to have you. And just going into the next. So I've been playing a lot of Stadia just uh, to bring this up. Um, a lot of good games. Again, 10 games we'll get into that released this week that definitely caught my attention. So I was working on a Ease 8 gameplay video. And that game just, I beat that game already in the Switch. And that game just pulled me back. And I've been playing a lot of that lately. If you guys are into JRPGs, man, give that game a look. It's free if you're a pro member. Great game. Trials of the Coastal 3. Uh, Holds, I don't know if you played that, but I tried to get into that game. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? No, I, I can't um, because I thought yeah. I actually played the Trials game before, which I have, but never the Trials of Heroes Cold Steel. Yeah. So when I was about to press buy, I thought, wait, I've never played two and one. And then yeah. when I seen on the internet, it's he heavy story driven. Yeah. So you have to play the past two. I was like, okay, yeah. well, I need to read up before I click buy because I thought it was the game that I've already previously played, but it's not. Yeah. And so. I didn't know anything. You you write on with that, so I didn't know anything about that. Picked the game up, and I was like, "What is going on?" So and, it, it's yeah. advisable to do an hour reading before you jump into it. If you, yeah. if you like that, can't do about an hour reading backstory. Yeah. yeah, and they recommend that because again, you'll be lost. And I have no time to read. I have so many other games to play. So I think I'm gonna refund the game. Uh, not, yeah, kind of a bummer. Um, but I think I'm going to refund it. But yeah, so again, playing a lot of Stadia this week. Resident Evil 7 2, great, great port. We'll talk more about that as well. All right, so let's get into this. Again, just want to do something different. We're going to get right into Outriders. And uh, this segment, again, you guys, panel members, can hop in. But I want to target uh, Jerry, Chief, and Game of TV because, again, they're the people who put the work into doing all this testing and comparison. And I want to know where where do y'all stand with this game? What platform would you say runs it the best? And also, which would you recommend for people to pick out? Uh, again, we cover a lot of platforms here. People want to know, should I get this in Cloud, Stadia, GeForce Now, 
or just stick to my local rig xbox 360 pc so just going to open that up to you guys again pete mark like i said you've played a lot of this game so feel free to hop on too but to get started let's start with gaming tv man where do you stand with this game and just what have you figured out and seen based on what you've been testing out yeah um i think the game overall is a really really great game um, you, you can see the effort and, and the work the devs put in. It, it's a lot of fun. It's marred right now by a lot of networking issues. I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say the game itself is is at the root of the problem. Um, yeah, it, it is poorly optimized across most platforms, and and I do believe console is the best place to experience it. So if you have a next-gen console or, or whatnot, and, and I can only speak for next-gen consoles, um, I'd say go there. Um, even my, my PC, I'm having issues um, on PC, which surprised the heck out of me. And I've even lowered all of the graphic settings just to just to test it out and, and see what's going on on PC. And, and we're still jumping and judders and stutters, frame drops all over the place. Um, so that, that leads, leads me to this next point regarding the networking issues. And Jerry, you, you touched on that. But um, as we see the, you know, Square Enix get it together um, regarding the servers and whatnot, we'll start to see better performance um, across the platforms. We'll begin to see the stuttering and the, the weird um, packet loss that, you know, for us in the cloud, when we're playing on Stadia, we, it, it's even um, worse, right? Because we have uh, about one, two, maybe four different round trips before the stream hits, you know, it's broadcasted back to us, streamed back to us. So, you know, it's the, the issues are a little more pronounced when you're dealing with a purely cloud platform in this game. Um, whereas a console, you only have about two two hops or maybe two, 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 maybe three hops coming from Square then back to the source and then, you know, you're running it locally. So you aren't really hitting a ton of network um, juddering uh, and stutters in the gameplay. You know, you aren't hitting these weird packet losses resulting in frame drops and, and whatnot um, due to network issues. Um, but on Stadia, God, it, it's horrible. You're, 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 you're hitting everything, uh, everything in the kitchen. It's being thrown at you here in this game. And, and now we're blaming the game, but it isn't, that isn't 100% the, the case, which is why I, I held back on my comparison only because I want them to settle the server issues first. And then I'll be able to give it a nice fair look across Stadia and the other cloud platforms. Because right now, we just don't know how much of it really is the network versus the actual game. Now, if we go into direct issues for me, I think in this order, you go console, then you go over to PC, and then you deal with the cloud platforms in terms of best places to play. Um, I will always go local first in a situation where the game is poorly optimized because by the time it gets to cloud, it's going to be even worse than local. So, and that's just common sense there. But on the Stadia side, I am a little disappointed with the um, overall checks and balances and the resolutions and the, um, you know, this is a game that could have easily been 4K60. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little baffled by the lack of communication between successful Stadia ports, such as Division 2, Destiny 2. Why aren't they having these conversations 
why aren't they talking with each other? Hey, guys, I'm having a hard time running this game at 4K60. Can you help us out? What did you do? How are you doing? You have experience with the with the platform, but for some reason, things are being done in a silo and and uh, Stadia's platform just feels like the Google Play Store. Like, okay, hey, just throw your games up here. And and it, if, if they're optimized, great. If not, so be it. But yeah, th- those are my my general thoughts on on Outriders, man. I I'd recommend it locally, any way possible. I would not go cloud, but to be fair, as I see the servers rebooting and coming back, I, I, I'll see good performance increases. Like in resolution mode, I see sixty frames at times when I'm indoors on Stadia, or even on uh, GeForce Now and and whatnot. But the minute I step outside, that frame rate dips to about forty. And then, you know, it'll dip below 30 during uh, serious action and it'll come back up. And I'm like, okay, well, this, this feels fine. Then it goes again for, for long stretches. You walk indoors. Okay, now it's 60 again. So there are weird, weird issues here, man, that we can't truly say exactly why and, and whatnot until these servers are done, until they, they fix the network and we're networking issues. Then we can say, okay, here's where this game is not optimized. Appreciate the feedback, man. And we'll probably get back to you on this conversation, but let's check in with Jerry. What, what was your take on testing this game out? Yeah, absolutely echoing everything the Gamer TV is saying. Um, it's local, unlike when Cyberpunk came out and like Stadia and GeForce Now were the place to go. Uh, it is, it's the opposite, the complete opposite. This time, uh, local uh, is the way to go. Uh, for me, the PS5 and the Series X, the game is gorgeous. And I, I think Chief was saying to me the other day too, like, honestly, Outriders on Series X, it looks good and it, it plays really good. And talk about a, a lock 60. The next gen consoles are not having the frame time issues and the uh, framer issues that PC, Cloud, Stadia, and all those are having. Uh, the network issues and the, the server stability it affects everyone, console and, and cloud and everything, uh, but it's affecting them less. And my biggest issue is some people are able to get on the game more than other people, depending on our location server loads that type of thing for me here in the usa on the east coast i spent three hours today straight trying to get in and never got logged in one time and that's why i was joking in the beginning saying i could have made so many videos since thursday but i have spent probably a couple of dozen hours trying to get into this game because i've been so desperate to test it everywhere a lot like i did the demo and i just haven't been able to uh right before we came on the podcast i got in and I literally just turned it off and was like, well, here, whatever, you know, and I, and I got on here. So it's, that has been frustrating, uh, but it's not all in, in um, the game. There is a lot of uh, networking issues, like Gamer TV said, that's going to all get better. I'm used to AAA games releasing and not being, you know, they had no idea that 250,000 people were going to log on or however many. It's like they act like they had no idea. Um, they, they always crash. It never works. I don't get it, but they seem to never be ready. Um, the optimization issues on PC will get straightened out soon. It's a lot of CPU issues, frame time spikes, overheating my CPU, uh, different things like that. A lot of people are having different issues uh, with the game. Uh, PC is usually the place I can go to play a game when it has trouble everywhere else. And 
PC players can uh, adjust a lot of things. We can do some overclocks, or we could change out something, or we could change some settings. Uh, there's a lot we can do to make a game work when it doesn't work well. But like Gamer TV was saying, I can try a lot of things and nothing's working. Even lowering the settings all the way down, which I should be able to run higher ultra. So uh, for a lot of people having trouble too, uh, try DirectX 11. I was able to get Outriders running pretty smooth for a little while on my RTX 2060 with DirectX 11. DirectX 12 still just janky all over the place. Uh, was pretty unplayable. You're aiming at someone's head and then it's like aiming at a wall at the next second and it's... It's crazy. So, um, and Stadia, I played all the frame rates there. Like Gamer said, sometimes it feels 60 and you're like, there's the Stadia I'm used to on Destiny or Division. Like for that split second, you feel it like, wait, the potential is there. And then it's gone again. And the mm. screen is jumping and, the, and it's dipping and coming back up and uh, a horrible experience there as well. So definitely local, next gen consoles, then PC if you have to, then cloud, same thing. Okay. Chief, what's your take on everything that you've uh, tested out? Outriders. Be nice, dude. <laughs> well, it's quite interesting that uh, Jerry had issues with uh, DirectX 12 there, because I'm afraid the 3080 doesn't have any issues in that department. But um, Series X really surprised me, and it's almost as if it coming to Game Pass, they put some serious effort into the Xbox version working. But they forgot about xCloud because it also dropped on xCloud, and it's probably one of the worst running games I've seen on xCloud to date. Now, I did manage to get a video together, just about, but nobody has managed to get it to run the same since, including me. So those server issues are possibly more than just server issues. There's definitely something wrong with the xCloud version. It runs absolute rubbish now stuttering all over the place you think stadia is bad try it on xcloud uh as i said yeah especially after the the demo patches now this is where things get a bit weird for me the demo of outriders was problematic in quite a few areas they made huge strides throughout the demo and the launch day version of outriders on console and pc is just miles better than the demo version so that it straight off the bat was like fantastic let's go to stadia version one what how can they learn these lessons over the past three weeks patching all these versions on uh, console and pc and just leave Stadia at that base version that everybody moaned about and that they've been patching for the last three weeks. It just doesn't make sense unless they didn't care. And that's what it feels like, is that they didn't care about Stadia. They put all their effort into Series X, obviously, because it's on Game Pass. Millions of people are going to be jumping on that game because it's right there. The Steam, obviously, next best. That got the attention. So. They put all their effort into console and PC and Stadia got left to dust and everybody echoes it. You run it on Stadia, it looks and plays like a demo that they didn't bother to update the code. And it's really sad to see. Uh, and I'd like to address a comment from Caseball. I saw you comment on the video as well. You know, should we wait for them all to be on the same version? 
before we compare them? We can't. We don't know when people are going to update each version. We don't know. And we've already seen that the PC version number is different to the console and on Xbox and PlayStation. So they're never going to be the same version unless the devs version it the same across the board, which they haven't. So Stadia is on version 1 for Stadia. Series X is on version 103 for Xbox. PC is on 101. So they've all got their own versionings for each different platform. What we try to do is be fair. This is a launch day release. We've looked at all the versions across all the platforms on release day. That's the stake in the ground. Now we can wait for the patches like we did for Cyberpunk and say, now the big patches have come out, let's go and have another look and we can see what improvements have been made. But as far as that launch day goes, we why would we wait for all the different platforms to get a patch after day one? Most of them have a day one patch. Now, fortunately for Outriders, most of the day one patching was done prior to release. So when it actually released, it was already the patched version, which was quite good. I think there was a very small patch, uh, kind of day one for the platforms. But you know, this is where having buying the Steam version for me was just such good value because I can play it on PC, I can play it on GeForce Now, I can play it on Boosteroid, I can play it on firepower cloud maximum settings you know all these different virtual systems i can now go and play at they've then got to go and buy it separately for stadia so this is where stadia's locked ecosystem can shoot itself in the foot sometimes especially when reports come out like that stream connect is not going to save stadia and i know so many people and we've seen content creators streaming that day day one cancel their streams and go and refund the game because it's just not up to par for me it's a major disappointment for stadia we were expecting especially after seeing the demo on series x stadia should be able to do this there's no ray tracing it's running really well we should at least get 144060 60 no even if it's the 1440 or 1800 upscaled it should handle it so to see 1080 60 struggle and i you know performance mode does struggle so even at that 1080 60 you run into the first firefight you see those frames hit the floor you see glitching you see popping it's just a horrible experience and to me they should have delayed that release they should not have released that day one it's done so much damage to square enix and stadia in my opinion they should not have released that version Go I ahead, just, Duncan. I just want to say one quick thing. You said we all predicted that. I didn't predict that. I, you, everybody knows in here what I predicted, <laughs> and it came true. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. it was. Uh, the, I think Jerry said the same as well. I think Jerry, weren't you, Jerry? You were the same as me. Uh, we we thought it was, was going very to. Very concerned. You did. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. They didn't release any video. They only released still images leading up. I mean, there were so many red flags with Outriders and Stadia, but I didn't want to believe it was true after Cyberpunk. But unfortunately, it was. So let me bring this up because Game of TV said something that's quite interesting, right? You've seen successful ports in Stadia, like you were saying, Jerry Cyberpunk. You've seen the Division 2 run well. And the Game of TV was saying, why is it that a game as big as Outriders will struggle while they've found success with porting other games, right? So is, is it up to Google to just be like, hey, um, we're going to send our engineers to you to make sure that this 
becomes the best port. Like, where's the breakdown in communication with, like, certain games coming running extremely well and then certain games coming and struggling? Who who do you think is at fault here? Is it the devs? Is it Google not making enough effort to, or Stadia not making enough effort? But I think that was a pretty interesting thing uh, you brought up there, Gaming TV. But I'm just going to open this. Anyone Sorry, I just want to quickly jump in to that point. This isn't the first time Square Enix has done this with Stadia. That's true. Marvel Avengers should have given them this red flag and this insight into what to expect. Now, they've also added in Stream Connect. So everybody was expecting that to you know, be a, a, an excellent port. You know, when we saw Stream Connect in Division 2 and Breakpoint, they were fantastic port games and a great showcase for Stream Connect. So that's kind of where they set the bar. So to come in worse than Avengers just seems like they've lost either all faith in the platform or they just don't care because they've got Game Pass. So why care about Stadia? I think what's, um, what ties in quite relevantly to this is um, a statement that I saw from the guys over at Rust who this week commented on why Rust isn't on Stadia, and they gave pretty much the exact same reasons. They, they said the engine they built in, which is Unity, so Gamer TV could probably uh, speak to some of the, the hardships that they faced, but they basically said because of the engine that it's in and some of the older features it's missing, like mesh streaming and things like that, it's a big game. It uses a lot of memory, and it was over um the limits that google stadia sets and even if they said they chopped it down and optimized the hell out of it and you know cut the graphics and everything they could do to it it still wouldn't run on stadia so they just they left it at it's an open conversation and we'll keep going we'll keep speaking to them but we can't get rust to run on stadia which is baffling when you compare it to the likes of like cyberpunk how they can get a, a 4K60 Cyberpunk, but not a Rust, just because of the differences in engines, is 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 you know it's it's interesting. But yeah, like like I said, I, I reckon Gamer TV probably has a bit more insight into that. Yeah, I um so to in all fairness to Stadia, a, a platform like Unity and, and and you know Rust the Rust the code base for the game Rust we don't really know um, why the, the truth behind uh, is it Stadia's hardware limitations is it the code base from the developers the truth again is somewhere in the middle it's between the two um, because the game runs fine elsewhere right on even lesser hardware so from that perspective I believe the developers didn't want to invest the time in creating a dumbed down version of the game. They they simply wanted to say, hey, we're, we want, if we can't have a one-to-one PC port of this game on Stadia, we aren't even going to spend time on it. It's too much effort. I think that's what it, what it boils down to. Um, effort versus reward, you know, what's the ROI? It's extremely low on Stadia. So unless Google's forking out serious money for these guys to bring and spend time they don't they aren't going to want to do it they, they, there's no upside for them so that that's part of the, the part of this unity problem now yeah the code base is old stadia is using newer tech and and allocating memory in a in a new way 
So you have to, you actually you need that designed in your, in your framework, um, your coding structure. You, you have to um, create the, you know, link into the different APIs and, and whatnot. They, they just, they just didn't want to do it. You know, they're like, no, we're, we aren't going to spend time on this. It doesn't work. Fine. We're, we're cool. No, we, we don't have to be here. <laughs> so we're going to exit stage left. You know, that's, mm. it's, it's as simple as that. There's nothing else to really dig into um, outside of that. It's just an effort over reward issue for them. So do you think moving, go ahead and hold. I'm totally blaming Square Enix. I can't believe a company that I've been banging the drum on for months by going, yes, they're one of the developers that have been pushing cloud gaming. They've been saying all the time, we're going to supply cloud gaming. And they haven't brought the biggest titles to GeForce now. They're bringing broken games to the likes of xCloud and Stadia. And it makes me lose hope. They even brought Marvel Avengers to a infinite tier on Shadow, and it didn't even run. So when I'm starting to see all these factors come into play. I'm actually so blaming Square Enix. And like I said at the start of the podcast, I was like, there's so much power in GeForce Now cards and what people have got now. Why didn't they implement um, ray tracing? I can't believe that the recommended settings were the 1060 and they could have easily optimized it for better cards and introduced a feature that would push cloud forward, especially on the GeForce Now platform. Uh, I think it just comes down to what uh, Mar Chief was talking uh, in his uh, introduction to it. It is prioritizing. They are going to prioritize where the user base is. And I think generally it's accepted that uh, Stadia's user base isn't where it should be. So so if the user base is on like PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 and stuff like that, why did you use te- why did you use the terminology we are promoting cloud going forward? I thought Square Enix was all in myself. They are, they're big in the games, but they're, you, this, this is the carrot and the stick and all this sort of carry on. People want the, the AAA games onto uh, Stadia day one. I think all of us want that. But for in order to do that, they have to pay the money uh, to compensate them. So I'm, uh, yes, they have brought the they've brought the game over, but I don't think they're compensating them enough to put in the time and the effort. And the worst things I can ever see in in chats and on Twitter is the quote "lazy devs." It's not lazy devs. It is devs allocating the amount of time what they are, are given because. It is a business, and I think people forget about this. This isn't, this isn't just uh, we're going to chuck these games out for everybody to enjoy. They have to make money, and it isn't. They don't have enough. They're not going to make enough money doing all the work on Stadia, so they have to prioritize other places first to make but it better. It's exactly the same like we talk about compensating. What about I mentioned Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest. They're not on GeForce now, so does GeForce now have to compensate Square Enix to actually bring them games with their partnership storefronts to this service? Because it looks like these developers now are holding back until you drop the cash. It's a business. I think that's maybe, uh, that's what they could be. Uh, Amphibia may have to stump up the cash to bring some of these games across. Uh, to go, here you go, here's some money, you bring, you, you, you green light this. Again, I think they're, I want games absolutely everywhere, but I think when we get onto the NBA stuff, uh, or NBA, or major league baseball stuff later i think we're just going to go this it's going to be more business 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 and i think sometimes you just need us to take a step back and just look at the, the bigger sort of picture uh speaking of oh sorry um 
I was going to say, I was going to bring in a slightly different point here. Do you think some of this issues which they're having with the servers is down to the business move that Microsoft did by bringing it to Game Pass? I thought the same point. Say the same thing. Yeah. Yes. Caseful said it in the comments as well, and actually, it's a very good point. How late in the game did Microsoft drop this as a Game Pass edition? Because suddenly, that's how many million people suddenly have access to the game that wouldn't have had access to the game previously. So we, we're seeing them in the top 10 of the, the Steam list. It'd be interesting to see the concurrent Xbox One, Xbox Series X, X player list because suddenly people that were umming and ahhing about the game have got it on Game Pass. So everybody's just hopped on to even have a look. So that game load is going to have gone through the roof. It's interesting that you say that because all three of you said that the Series X is the best place to play this game, even over PC, right? So I'm wondering, like, how much of a detour did that, however Microsoft decide to pay them, went into effect with them, you know, focusing to get it running the best in xCloud compared to all the other platforms, right? Um, which sucks. <laughs> Money speaks, but it, it sucks because, again, Stadia, I mean still on 1.0 and everyone else seems to be struggling with this game and i think holtz is right when he says blame the devs is i mean i think it is the devs fault here but anyway wow we've spent almost an hour <laughs> talking about outriders does anyone else have uh anything else to add to this well, I'll, I'll just I'll just chime in just really quickly and say, yeah, I mean, we can blame the devs for sure, but we also have to blame Stadia and and, and that team, that engineering team. I mean, there 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 should be checks and balances in place, minimum specs. If the game doesn't hold up, we aren't launching it. We aren't going to allow you to roll this out to our consumers because it, it does nothing but sully Stadia. So you know that's. That's the bigger issue here. I mean, if the game is running fine on on um, XCloud or Series X or whatnot, you know, and it runs like crap on Stadia, then that look that's a bad look for Stadia. I mean, Square Enix can say, "Hey, the game runs fine over here. It's your platform." They can always do that, but Stadia has to put the balances and then the checks in place to make sure their their behinds are covered, basically. So we see that from GeForce now. And, yeah, and quality why we don't too. see certain games. There's a game that Hell Monkey has been waiting to play <laughs> for the last week and a half, but because it's got issues, they're not releasing it. So, and this is what I said to Stadia uh, in my review of Stadia. Why was this version released? It's an embarrassment compared to every other game. Especially when we should have learned off CD Projekt Red and the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One that actually you know, quality check and cyberpunk. They should have learnt now to actually test these games going forward. Yeah, you can't buy it on the PlayStation Store for that reason. The yeah, they, took, they, they did sell it first, so it did pass first. quality. And but then, then those refund requests started rolling in, <laughs> and uh, they pulled it really quickly. So, uh, yeah, the quality quality check's got to be there. Do, do you think this has maybe uh, been rushed out? Because if you remember back a, a month or so ago, Outriders was That's not then. Yeah. Day, day and date. It was some time after. And I was absolutely fine by that. You can go back. I have said this multiple times. I was fine with Outriders being a bit later as long as it was announced. Do you think they've, they've tried to push some money there to, to speed it up and it's sort of backfired? 
Yeah, it shouldn't backfire though because the, the guys and gals over at Google Stadia should be making the checks. They should be checking these before they go. Like, who at Google accepted that they were to get version one? Like, who who okayed that? That's just absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> by the way. Absolutely ridiculous. And I see a couple of people in the chat there saying, can you imagine if it wasn't released? Well, yeah, because although I've been waiting for a game in GFN and it hasn't released, it's not been released because it's not ready. It's not optimised to be able to have a good experience on it. So if you can't play the game, don't release it where it's unplayable. Release it when it is playable. You know, I don't mind waiting a couple of days, a week or two weeks, but releasing version one, come on, somebody at Google has to get their ass in gear, man. Just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Well, you guys have heard it all here, um, and that is why I wanted to have this discussion between the panel, and uh, I, I think this is this is good. Um, again, I love this panel because... People don't hold things back. We're not going to sugarcoat things. This is the reality of Outriders' situation with all the platforms. But let's move over to the, to the rest of the cloud gaming news for this week, man. Uh, we have, we're going to try to do a rapid fire um, thing here because we don't have a lot of time left. All right. So Amazon Luna, three games were announced. Ghost Runner, Narita Boy, and Call of Sea. Does this, these game selection, interesting? And this is quite interesting because I believe this is the first time, correct me if I'm wrong, that they've announced games that are coming, right? Normally they just say, hey, these games are available. But now we have like some dates for games coming in the future. Do we see this as something that, is going to be a thing going on where they say, hey, we're getting this game, December, da, 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 or summer, like giving a date to those games. Or, and just how do you guys feel about these games and how do you guys feel about the giving us like dates of future games coming to Luna? So anyone can hop on and then we'll move to GeForce now. Uh, I can jump on first just to confirm, yes, that is the first time they've done it. Uh, That is the first time they've given it out in advance, and I think it's great news that they're doing it. Um, Regarding their game selection, I am saying this all the time. I think they're just being really, really clever with their game selection. They're always picking up interesting titles, titles you may have missed, cult titles, and the the three games which they've announced, three cracking titles which maybe may have been overlooked, and I think it's they're building up it in a real interesting way and it will have gamers uh interested if and when it comes over and i'll say for mark we're still we're still waiting we're still we want it over here we're getting frustrated well the game that i really want to look forward to was when i seen call of sea i was like oh my god that's a game that i would play i'm not really heavy into puzzles but because it was heavy story narrative like something that i would play in like oxen free or firewatch I thought, well, if I really want to play it, the art style, the music, it looks like something you'll see in the 30s movie or the postcards. And I thought, well, I'm really intrigued on that. But, of course, it's not over here in Europe. So I look somewhere else, and it's on xCloud. So I was like, thanks, Luna, for giving me the idea to play the game. But because you've not brought it over, I'm going to play it somewhere else. So it's so like an xCloud. It's good to know. I like that everyone's filling in for my uh, my usual Luna frustration. <laughs> Um, in terms of the game announcement, I would like to think that they are keeping an eye on how other platforms do it and have taken 
notes on the good thing, you know, the good stuff we say about the the GeForce Now monthly announcements. You know, they do, used to do every Thursdays. They still do Thursdays, but they they give us more of a monthly roadmap. And and everyone has pretty much said that they prefer that format. So fingers crossed, you know, that they're paying attention to what gamers are actually saying that they like and, and following that model. And it's not just a fluke. And in terms of the the game selection, again, as Duncan said, it's it's very clever. There's it's a good plug for you know for building up that Luna Plus library for a little bit of everything in different genres. Obviously, it may go for some people. For me, especially, there's one that stands out among the three, which is uh, Ghost Runner, which is really interesting in terms of. It's obviously not something I can test, but in terms of performance, because this was the one that was like, um, it's fast paced. It's, this is supposed to be as a, a high FPS game because it's it's so much happening on the screen at once. And I'm pretty sure it's a, a, a ray tracing one as well. Yeah. So I'm wondering how the port onto Luna performs and if, if it hits what it's supposed to on, on a PC, for example. Yeah. Obviously, I can't test it. Right. So I'm it's control. It's a game with RTX uh that's on Luna, but it's missing the RTX. I wonder if they're gonna bring that over with Ghost Yeah, Ghost Run is a very difficult game if you guys haven't played it yet. But again, I think it's a good game to test, you know, Luna's uh latency, right? Because again, precision is key yeah, I've, with this one. I've messed with it a little bit. There's no RTX uh, for Ghost Runner, um, there aren't in any of the Luna Plus channel channel games. There are. It also doesn't run like the PC version. It's more like their Luna Plus channel port, kind of like Stadia gets a port in. So there aren't really any graphics options or selections you can you can make. It's pretty yeah. much pretty much is what it is. Um, but it seems to be performing pretty well, and it seems like they're shooting for a sixty mm-hmm. um, when it's running well. So, but I have to do a little bit more. I'm making a video on Ghost Runner for for Luna now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a 60 is definitely needed for this game. Um, so hopefully they get that all figured out. Cool, cool. Anyone else want to add to these Luna games? Yeah, um, Ghost Runners, it's, um, you know, I, I've tested it out, you know, a little bit. And it, it is 60. They're targeting 60. Um, it dips here and there. Nothing nothing major. But um, as Jerry said, uh, the Luna Plus channels, and and this is something I get, I don't believe a lot of people really pay much attention to this, but Luna is sort of, the child between GeForce Now and Stadia, yeah, right. So if they got together and had a baby, it'd be Luna. Yeah. Um, you're capable of, you know, a full API. As, as we see with the Luna Plus channels, those ports are totally different ports than the other ports that are coming in via specific channels, like the Ubisoft Plus channel. That's more of a GFN type of port, where the Luna Plus channel ports are for Luna. You know, that it just like Stadia. So, you know, that's something to watch and, and really see because you can't you can't make any adjustments. Graphic settings are all gone. They're all stripped away um, to make sure they hit the 1080p, 60 frames per second high detail. And most Luna Plus channel games are locked at high detail. They, they aren't scaling the resolutions. They aren't changing the, the detail settings. None of that. It's all 1080, 60 high detail. Not very high, not ultra, just high. But it gets the job done and, and it works really well. So I've had a good time with Ghost Runner so far. Nice, nice. Good to get your feedback on that for sure. Anyone else um, 
on the games coming to Luna. All I right. find it interesting that they're coming. You know, two of the th- two out of the three are on Game Pass or XCloud, <laughs> and Ghost Runner is obviously on GeForce now with RTX. So it it's interesting to see a lot of the same games coming across all of these platforms. Yeah. So it means that these devs are obviously willing to put their games out, which is good to see for games coming in future. Yeah, I. But again, I... it's missing one key platform, right? Oh gosh. Um, oh, I want to go down rabbit holes. No rabbit holes by the crucifix <laughs> either. No. But yeah, we guys. All right, we'll, we'll get to that platform here. But no, it's interesting. And for devs, I think this is great, right? So normally you're um, just you normally have your normal traditional console, your PS, uh, PS4 or PS5, if you want to call it now xbox series and then whatever nintendo pushes out so with these cloud platforms coming into play it offers devs more um platforms to bring the games to and hopefully right when these platform takes out if google steady can hit the billion users right these are potential uh, billion people who can these devs can now reach with the game so i think it's pretty cool to have cloud right with consoles because this way they have more eyes right especially like if they do hit the billion numbers that microsoft and google and amazon are hoping to hit with cloud gaming so overall i think i think this is a good thing but anyone else before we move over to gfus now all right so jerry i'm gonna uh kind of let you lead this uh, GeForce Now news, putting you on blast, by the way. Um, but I think you've done the GeForce Now news for the week, so you should be up to date. So let us know, man. GeForce Now news, go for it. No idea. No. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm doing freaking GeForce Now news forever. It's like, I feel like it's all I do. It's almost the only news left on the channel, actually. I tell everybody to go check out CGX or Duncan. Uh, or whoever, because it's just I barely have enough time to keep up with the game. So I'm trying to lean on you guys for the news, actually. But um, yeah, it's it's another month of getting a lineup of games that they're probably going to blow past. I'm not super impressed by the game list. Outriders is, of course, the biggest launch. But with all the issues we already talked about, that's been kind of marred. And um, don't sleep on the Rita Boy. I don't care if it's Luna or GeForce Now or playing it on Game Pass, um, especially if you grew up and you're old like me and you love the original Tron uh, and that atmosphere. The gameplay might not be spot on, but but you could just turn on that game and listen to it and be happy. So don't don't sleep. <laughs> I see Duncan shaking his head. Yes, we were talking about this game in, in Discord, too. Uh, so don't sleep on on that game. But um, they're also working on a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we got to see come to fruition as well. Uh, I think uh, Fortnite was that one of the first games to get that quick launch feature. So now you're in that game in like less than a minute, 30 seconds. It used to take uh, quite a bit of time. So there's things not on the, yeah yeah so there's things uh not on the roadmap of games uh that they're doing in the background that i think we're going to start to see uh come out uh which will be great we want to see the quick launching less issues with uh the time i saw the epic uh connection you can now connect your epic account and i think that's just for Fortnite right now it doesn't yeah. automatically connect any of your other epic library yet uh but it does work for Fortnite and gives you that 
that quick launch. But um, I'm not going to obviously go down through the whole list of games. You can probably pull those up. But to me, uh, they're getting a load of the stronghold. A lot of the Steam. Now, something some uh, somebody mentioned, I've been wondering this too. I've been seeing less and less epic games and just a ton of Steam the past few weeks. I just don't know if that's a coincidence. I don't know if there's something with Epic not supporting as hardcore as they had planned. Uh, but it seems like we're getting flooded with Steam, 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 and we're not getting as much Epic support. And I don't, I'm not quite sure if there's any reasoning behind that at all, but I have been noticing that That's well. going to be to do with uh, speed track or fast track onboarding that they were talking about. Correct. Right, Steam right. was already targeted as a, a quick win for people to be able to bring their games across so i think they've made that even easier and that's all they're pushing and i can see hulk shaking his head because yeah. <laughs> he wants the epic games um all i want to say right. is you know what pace that they're picking up as i know they're not a lot of games that people want to play but we've been looking at 12 plus games a week for the last month or more now and we talk about people content is king well they're certainly giving a good go they are they are, and they're and they're and they're saying they they really want to target about fifteen games a week all year. Uh, yeah. That was one of the last, and I'm like, wow, that's you know, ten to fifteen is is that's pretty bold. And like you said, they might might not always be games everybody wants, but we're getting a ton of them. Yeah, yeah they did say last month was I think it was thirty five titles. So they said it's more than a game a day that they added to GeForce now. Mm-hmm. I think they targeted thirty, but they brought closer to fifty. Yeah, yeah, they did. I think it's one thing that we've been actually screaming about over the last couple of weeks now. If you go, what was released on the fir- or, uh, on Thursday, we got our first Epic 3 game returned this week as well. So I think that is worth pen- uh, mentioning. I forget the name of the game, but it, 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 it. See, I've got a memory like a goldfish. So, <laughs> uh, so I think that is great to see. And the games which are coming, uh, when we were doing our rundown, the game that I found, I had to click on it to see what it looked like. It's that Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. I want to play that game. <laughs> Because it actually looks pretty cool. Wait, which one? Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. <laughs> Why am I not seeing it? It's up oh, and yeah, it's, it's, a... it's in the highlighted games. Oh, you know what's okay? It's oh those weird goodness. games that wind up being like top on Steam yeah. and bring players to GeForce Now that people are like, Why are they getting these stupid games? Well, we don't play them, but it's bringing like thousands of people. Are you serious right now, guys? This game? We're serious. Yes, tax Invasion yeah. Turnip Boy. Yes, it is completely nuts. I was just going, what, what am I watching here? Oh, well, time for tax season. <laughs> what, like, what is going on with oh, this my game? Goodness, guys. Imagine if you were watching Among Us game. What the hell? This is rubbish. Oh, my goodness. No. No. <laughs> no. no. He is definitely committing tax evasion. He is. <laughs> Why in the world Almost am as I bad watching? as Pog G. Yeah, this is not good, man. But again, I've got a complete weird tasting games. <laughs> yeah, yeah and this we, is... we just learned something new about them. <laughs> but these are the sort of games that draw in, you know, loads of unsuspecting gamers because they become they're just so out there. That people jump in and try them, and as someone just said, they they bring a lot of traffic into GeForce now because of it. These these types of games, so you know, it may not be a cup of tea, but it has its it has its audience. 
Ike Dyson Sphere program we all thought was for exactly. I, thank you. I was looking for you, Hordes. What, what, what? Well, of course, I've, I've not been happy for Switchy Force. I feel like I'm just starting to develop a huge problem with it because my grinds with like this uh, and chief said like it was epic but it's not it's also steam as well i've named of like 10 games over two slow months that have been in the steam top 10 lists and it's never came to g-force now and i've always joked around saying it's my games and blah 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 but i seen this list and i was scratching my head going okay where's odd world soul survive and i'm pretty sure that game would actually sell well on steam but it hasn't been promoted. And I thought, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's the genres I don't play, strategy, RTS, and simulators, stuff like that. But I was like, where's Humankind? How come that's not being promoted in the monthly? And then I went, okay, where's one of the biggest Steam games going? Where is Total War Rome Remastered? And I'm like, I'm naming games, but people seem to just shrug it off and go, now. we're not bringing that to GeForce now. So once again, once I seen this list, I just went, oh my God, this platform's killing me. Really is. Maybe if you do the opposite, and say you don't want those games. Well, I, I, was saying, I was saying this to Chase in, in, a few weeks ago. I was trying to say, I'm seeing request forms for these games. I'm not the only game that's actually quick, quick yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, what's the problem? Is it the developers? Is it the storefront? Or I don't know who's to blame here. I really want to jump into these platforms with these games that I've mentioned in the past and the one, the three I've just mentioned there, but they're not coming to fruition. And I'll end this podcast by what, what I'm saying now by saying, oh, maybe they'll bring it on the release date. Then when the release date podcast comes, I'll be saying, oh, where was it? I'm just... <laughs> Shit, Holtz is ending the podcast. No, I'm, not ending a, I'm not ending <laughs> the podcast. On this point. <laughs> I mean... But like, I'm um, wondering if Gamer TV or anybody else on here could mention it because I've mentioned this before. Do you think the reason why a lot of these games simply don't come is because developers just don't have the faith in cloud yet or the experience in cloud yet? Is that like a big reason why they don't come yet? I think I think it could be that, uh, Jerry. But I also think, um, as we've spoken about previously, maybe Nvidia isn't stumping up the cash. You yeah, know, it, absolutely. It's one of the one of the two, or a mix of both. Yeah, right. you're, you're you're absolutely right, man. It's a combination of both. Combination. But look, look, the Steam sales. I'm pretty sure Total War is a big get for GeForce now, and it's got a big, huge user base. So for you would sure. think that game would definitely come to a cloud platform at GeForce now. And also, Kingdom Hearts. I know it's epic, but that was a game that released as well. But um, you see, a lot of people are sitting there saying about Kingdom Hearts. Oh, it's more console related. So I thought maybe the games that I'm playing is more console related. So when I actually seen. Um, Total War. I thought, well, there's games that are specifically PC yeah. heavy, in, and they in, got they got the um, that other strategy, uh, Mon and Blade too, right? So if they got that, you would think they would get a game like Total War. I would assume, right? I don't know, but we're gonna compare. We're gonna compare, right? This is Google stated. First of all, first time they ever got ten games in a week, so. Kudos, and again, we'll get to Stadium more, but you have Resident Evil 7, Spongebob, Yeast 8, Pikanuku. By the way, that game, don't put that on for your kids, man. They'll take over the TV. Killer Queen Black, Trine 4, Disco Elysium, Nanotel? I even know this was a freaking game. Outriders, Cosmic Star. Kinmo Heroes, Legend of Heroes, Trials of... These are the games that release for Stadium. Now, this is what I'm talking about, guys, right? This eats what GeForce now brought this week for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
Could we agree to that? Yeah. I, I don't think... I, 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 can we get okay, a two-week on a roll? Come on, guys. Say the same yes. I'm going to say Stadia has had the better week, but I don't think it is as... If we're doing a compare and contrast, I don't think it is as big as you think it is because if you go through a number of these games, a number of these games have also been announced for GeForce now this week. Yeah, I would, I would, I wouldn't, you know, try and say you know it's bigger than it is or that, but just personally, for me, there's more games came to Stadia that interest me than what's on GeForce now. Yes, but yeah, but, but what, what the point I'm making, I think uh, Stadia has had the better week, but I don't think it's a, a absolute. Knockout sort of blow because you've got Out, Outriders is on G, GFN. You've got one of the the JRPGs is now being announced coming to GFN as well, and there there is a lot of crossover as we know with all these different. Pro- oh, I was trying as trying as well is coming to GFN. Yeah, so, but we get, we got for free. Pro games, yeah, yeah. pro games, and yeah. Elder Scrolls and yeah. Hitman Three. I, I am free, and I again, I am saying Stadia has had a great week. I am not saying Stadia hasn't had a bad week. I, am, I have said this in multiple places that Stadia has had a great week, but I don't think it's as oh my god, uh, you're comparing it to GFM. I don't think it. I, they still beat GFM for this week, but I don't think it's a knockout blow. Okay, so what is this though? Week three of Stadium being GeForce now, right? Game selection. Week three. Well, I've been saying it for weeks, but yeah, I think we've come to a census the last three weeks ish. Yeah. It's been a very, very strong platform. So, like, can we roast GeForce now a little bit here, guys? I said, if, if you add it up, I would say this is six weeks for me where they've had a terrible. Ever, it's like after Valheim released, and I believe that's when the indie started. They just have weak weeks, is what I like to call them. So can we rose them a little bit here, guys? Right? You this can, is but three be weeks. careful. Because Why? you're saying that this is a great week for Stadia. It is a great week, but pretty much all of those games are already on GeForce now. It's not that they haven't come. So they were already there. But we just didn't getting, know about we're, we're them. getting some free though. GeForce now. So yeah, use eight getting for free is a great deal. Sure. Right? Resident I can't Evil wait to Capcom play that game. Resident Cap- Evil. And- and then you have to realize, not, but they're not free. You've been paying ten pound a month for this. Yeah, but on the prices, well, I put this on Twitter. Like, if you look at um, Legend of Heroes Cold Steel Three, I know it, it, it's up to the publishers, but it was cheaper this week on Stadia than the likes of it Steam was. and it the was. likes of like. If you look at Disco Elysium, it did have a good price reduce, and Humankind's got a great pre-order bonus, so they're all wins. But yeah, I understand what you was Duncan was saying. That all these games are also on GeForce now. Great for people who've already got the expanded library, but from a new customer's yeah. point of view, going forward, now, I, I will Stadia be playing them on Stadia because they're free. <laughs> so, <laughs> like I play games on Game Pass because they're free, rather than buying them on GeForce Now. And free, with, so, free with subscription, isn't it? Free with subscription. <laughs> free with subscription. But if we talk about GeForce Now subscription, you get nothing for subscription. Nothing apart from all the free to play games. Yeah. But, that, but, that, <laughs> see, but that's that's the storefront and publishers giving us a GeForce Now free. It's not GeForce Now giving us you for free, is it? But it'd be nice if we could see those come to other platforms like Stadia. You know, we've got Destiny 2 free to play, we've got Super Bomberman. But like I said, it's all play. down to publishers' yeah. discretion, isn't it, really? So it'd be good to, for them to grow that base, is what I'm saying, especially if you are paying that subscription. So 
those pro games, you know, like the GeForce Now library, I won't play ninety percent of those, even if they were to part roast of the Either one this week, honestly. Um, you know, I think I think depending on the eyes of the beholder, uh, you know, GeForce Now is rocking along strongly too. It, it like some of the games were already there. Looking at the game list just in front of me here, I'm like, okay, maybe they're not a lot of games for me. But the amount they're still bringing, the the work they're doing to the platform as a whole, I think both Stadia and GeForce now are having a strong week. And I said in my Stadia video, this is the strongest Stadia week all year for me mm -hmm. uh, for what they've brought with the pro games, the free Hitman uh, starter pack to jump in, try the Dubai mission, stuff like that. You've got free ESO. I was actually surprised. I saw that blog from Stadia and I was like, I'm actually going to make a positive stadia video this is awesome i was actually really <laughs> excited for it and uh, i also thought that geforce now was doing a good job so the only issue i had with them of course was the outage but we already talked about that before it happens to everybody so i don't take that as a big deal if it doesn't happen very often and um the uh, death stranding issues with their maintenance uh for three weeks is taking a lot of people off but you know, everybody's got their little issues, but I think both platforms are pushing ahead pretty strongly right now. I'm not saying that GeForce Now is not pushing strongly, but I think we need to. So, Jerry, just heard you say, right? The games is, is, is good games, but it's not your cup of tea. I That's what we've been hearing this panel, right? 12 games, but then who? But well, neither then is the Stadia games for me. Who are these games for then? Well, I'm yeah. quite shocked. I'm quite shocked because when Resident Evil Seven came to Luna, I was saying, "Oh, it's an old game. It's an old game." I wish Resident Evil Two and Three came to the platform, but since Resident Evil Seven's came to stage as a pro game and it's came to Luna, I've just seen this big surge of people playing this game, and they're like, "It's the first time playing it," and I'm like, "Wow, these cloud platforms are actually getting people enticed into that service and the games." Yeah, and, and and just going to put this out here, my thing I think Stadia has had another good or great week, and that they are as I'm getting roasted in the chat. They have been consistent, and I think I think we've all been saying over the last couple of weeks they have been doing doing well. And my, my thing is, I I just don't think it's a, a big a big knockout blow towards GFN. That that was just the point I was making because there is just so much crossover between the two platforms. Yeah. What we were talking before, it's like praising, uh, it's like maybe uh, saying, "Oh, well done, Steady, You've caught up the GF GFN getting all these games in one in one week, and then GFN have just dropped another. What was that? Another." Uh, 13 and then they're dropping another 20 21 over the next month it's like stadia is always on catch-up and when they have these big spurts of uh catch-up which is absolutely brilliant guys. to see guys you guys you guys preach about quality over quantity i mean here's the thing don't it's get not jerry, quality. jerry what do you mean it's not quality? Oh, it, to them it's quantity over quality <laughs> Yeah, that's what you guys say now, right? It's a quality bunch of games, but those games already exist on that platform, so it's not quality over quantity. Is they needed that quantity and quality okay. to catch up? It's uh, so. So when are we gonna start like really? Are, are we gonna wait for week eight, week ten? Right? I mean, this is what week six now. Why do we need to roast either of them if they yeah. both put out a lot of games? They both put out. A lot of games. So Dude, if they, they play... can keep up this pace, oh my goodness, fantastic! They... 
bro. They put they, they committed to a hundred games. They put no one is playing these games that they're putting out. I ask you guys, are you guys excited? <laughs> said no, just because right. we're nice. I mean, none of us are playing Valheim right now. It's third in the Steam list. <laughs> but who's excited then? Who are these games for? Again, you guys complain about like quantity over quality, and here they drop in. All these games that no one's going to play, and y'all are not giving them flag for it. It's crazy, but right? You're not going to play any of them on Stadia either, so <laughs> why play I'm going to play Resident Evil. I'm going to play Yeast 8. Are you kidding me? I'm going to play Pikanuku. Right, I'm going to play Spongebob <laughs> yeah, Square. And, and my, my, from, 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 my, from, my young, from my youngest point of view, or my, my niece now, she's I've got a nephew who's playing FIFA. My niece is playing Pikanuku and Spongebob and literally loving it as well, so... Thank Once again, you. from a younger point of view, they're literally Guys. and they've they've got their own devices and they're loving it since I give them the controller. Oh, you My should have a try uh, Resident Evil. Like <laughs> oh, I mean, I, see, I I love Resident Evil. I love the way that like a lot of people think they're going to meet a lovely family, you know, Jack, Zoe, Lucas, and all this, yeah. and then when, when they turn up and see this dysfunctional family, yeah, like yeah. I don't want to play the game anymore. Stop it! But yeah. I love I, I love it, and I'm like, welcome to Resident Evil, a game that I want. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. The game is good. Watching yeah. Ace play that was hilarious. Oh my gosh, I I turned. I couldn't. I couldn't. It's crazy. But I think we have to admit fun. the only one John that we all hate is hardest. We're all like that, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Scary stuff. But yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to remember. Like my perspective too is I don't really look at all of this cloud as like what I'm gonna play. I'm looking at it more from like, what's everybody out there in the world of consumer going to get into? What might be interesting to people in cloud? Because I'm still a local hardware gamer guy. I'm gaming on PC and consoles all the time. And cloud is a great addition to my channel because it's exciting. I think it has a huge future, but it's not my main way to game. So every week you'll hear me say, well, I'm not going to play any of these games on Stadia or because I'm not probably going to play any of them there, but I'm going to test them there. I'm going to see how they run. We're going to do all that, but then I'm going to go spend my time on local hardware. But my thing is just to be objective about each platform platform and give everybody as much information about each one as possible because there's something for everybody and these are all targeting different consumers altogether. True. But so, when I go when I go on physical, I think if these games dropped and I was playing the devil's advocate, but if these games dropped on PlayStation now this month, we'll all be raving that these are good yeah, titles. And it's perception or consumer yeah, or what platform or consumer, yes. Alright. So I, I guess I'm still stuck, guys. Sorry. Uh because again I feel like I'm going to get roasted for this, but I can't stress how many times we've come on here and y'all roast Stadia for having a lot of games, but none that interest people. And I feel like GFUS now has been really consistent with doing the same thing and they're not getting roasted. I, I just didn't get that, y'all. Someone... Stadia didn't bring a lot of games and got roasted because it wasn't bringing games. But it is, yeah, now, was, it is now, though. I was, was going to say, my main point for Stadia has always been they haven't got enough games to keep giving games away like this. They'll run out of library. But yeah. these are new games. I mean, you look at Yeez, you look at Resident Evil. These are like new games. I, yeah, you can say SpongeBob and... Picnuku well, remember, games, too, Stadia but... sells itself as its replacement for you to play your games in the cloud to replace your console, replace your PC. That's always how they pushed it, even if that's not how a lot of people use it. GeForce Now never tried to be that. Now they may move towards that in the future. I've heard some people say they do want to get more mainstream in the cloud. 
But GeForce Now has never come out and said, I'm going to replace your console or PC. They say, I'm going to go along with it. We're not going to have all the games. We're going to have some of them from your library. But so far, they're not trying to push to be a cloud replacement that has but, every single game that comes out like Stadia is trying to be. But that's the thing okay. here. I, I from the, the pro games, I think it was a stellar pro month. In my opinion, I think it was an absolutely brilliant pro month for uh, Stadia. And the game which a lot of people are talking about is Resident Evil 7. That's the not, that's not the one which is picking up the eyebrows of the wider gaming market. It is Holt's game, which I'm not going to pronounce because I always butcher it. That's the bad boy. Well, that, that's the one which is actually getting the gamers talking. The other gamers are, the other games that are, are ones which more than likely they know what they are and they're going to uh, What's the word I'm looking for? They were probably already played. And if you've heard with Resident Evil and you've got a console already, you've probably picked it up and played it on Game Pass or maybe somewhere somewhere else. and Or you've just played it on PlayStation 4. It's the E... Say it for me again, the E... E8. 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 Yeah. That is the one which is going to make the, the shock waves out there. But to me, me what, what what I actually think was a good move by Stadia was bringing them to Pro. So, you know, East yeah. 8 and Cold Steel 3 is a great get for Pro because it's going to incentivize people to say, look how it's running on Stadia, ready for you to click buy for Steel 4 and East 9. Cold Steel is not Pro, uh, right? No, I'm trying to say when you bring these games, yeah, I forgot. Like, but I'm trying to say the discount, the heavy discount. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, great discount for sure. Um that's why I picked it up, but again, and a lot of people did actually say there's you know there was a lot of platformers and not enough RPGs, and now they're bringing the wave RPGs. It's like, well, come on, all yeah. jump on board. Yeah. That's if you're an RPG fan. True, true. All right, so we need to move to Xbox, uh, but I'm I'm still gonna give G for uh, come next week if they come out again with another week week, guys. I'm gonna lose my my mind, but let's keep going, right? Let's bring xCloud or game... It, I think we have a name for it now. Game Pass, Game Xbox. They they said it. It's like console streaming, right? Did they officially... Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass. Game Pass. Or game game Xbox streaming. Game streaming. Game streaming. I've got a couple of different logos that I use, but the main one is, <laughs> says game streaming. Game streaming. That's it. Yeah. So I think that is what... It officially is now, right? So, again, MLB, the show, this is coming to Game Pass. I think this is huge. Again, this is one the I think this is the only official big MLB sports game. And it was exclusive to Sony at some point. And, again, Microsoft is now getting this April 20th. I think this is a big move. Um, so just want to talk to the panel. What are your thoughts about this move? Um, and yeah, just going to open it up. Anyone can hop in here. Um, I personally think it's a great move. It's yeah. um, I'd love to see the semantics behind the contracts and the publishing rights and right. all of that good stuff. But um, <laughs> but it's uh, it's Microsoft pretty much letting us know that they're playing chess. And everyone else is playing checkers, so <laughs> that's um, I'm, I'm always for it. it. It'll drive the competition. I love it. Hmm. Good move. Anyone else I'm, want to add to that? I'm kind of torn between: is it this power play from Microsoft to say, "Look what we can get on our platform," or are we just entering a phase in gaming where 
cross-platform um, IPs is is a bit more of a norm since we got kind of like Horizon Zero Dawn on Steam and, um, you know, lots of Sony exclusives leaving or not leaving Sony, but becoming accessible elsewhere. Is it that's more of a norm now or is it a power play? Or is it MLB wanting to be everywhere? It's cross-play, it's cross-progression. So is that Xbox making the move to say, well, you know, we are big in the cross-play, cross-progression sector. So, hey, come join us on Game Pass and people on PC can play with all the Xbox players and same with PlayStation. You know? We're open, PlayStation. You don't. If you want to stay closed to your ecosystem, you stay closed, but we're open. Well, this just blows my mind because when I seen it, I was like, wait there, isn't that Sony Interactive yeah. Entertainment? And I thought to myself, even though they haven't published it on the Xbox, in my mind, I'm still thinking, wow, you got a PlayStation exclusive and a, a developer from Sony Interactive Entertainment. So to me, I'm just shaking my head going, isn't it amazing how Game Pass is just bringing the games that people really want? Yeah. Uh, Except who here is going to play it? Put your hand up. <laughs> but for the basketball fans, it, yeah. 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 basketball, uh, not basketball, what? baseball. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I, was like, I played baseball for eight years it, in school, so I have to. Do it not, it. I'm so glad it's not a Sony exclusive anymore. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great being on Game yeah. Pass. It's a huge major yeah. league uh, basketball, isn't it? No, this is huge. This game is huge. Um, it's it's. As big as I would say, like Madden and FIFA. Not, I'm I'm just saying because it's the only in the states, in right. the states especially for MLB. Definitely, right. absolutely. It sounds like crazy for Sony. It used to, um, but yeah, this is a good move. The thing is, Sony will still sell just about as many. It, it's True. more about MLB expanding their player base right. and and moving on to more platforms. And I think Duncan was saying something earlier. He knows a little bit. He was digging in. It's not even the same publishers. Like, it's a different rights thing going on altogether. Um, I yeah, think you'll see a little Sony thing when you get it on your Xbox. It's a, a, it's the baseball people, MLB, are actually publishing the game. For me, this is a 100% power move, and I think we're going to be seeing a hell of a lot more of it. And this is not just what Stadia is up against. This is what is PlayStation is up against going forward. Yeah. You want... Uh, there's right, right. Just look at April. We have got two AAA games going into Game Pass in Outriders and MLB. And do you want to pay $70 for MLB, which that's what's going to be in the PlayStation 5? Or do you want to uh, get Game Pass for, what's it, $15 a month in Ultimate? And again, this is what... This is how Microsoft are positioning themselves. And this is why the subscription model is going to absolutely take off. And this is going to cause problems for Stadia. It's going to be cause problems for PlayStation. Nintendo is a word onto itself. And the one I'm interested in is Luna because they are basically copying Microsoft with the, the, the subscription model. And I think we're going to get day and date releases on Luna as well in the in the weeks, or sorry, I was probably saying months and years to come as well. And we've seen that with the statement from last week where they are not only building up their first party studios, they are out there buying third party games as well. And they're going to be coming publishers. This is where we're moving into. So you're going to be looking at Stadia, you're going to be looking at Luna, you're going to be looking at 
uh, PlayStation and you're going to be going, do I put my money in X and Y or do I go and get these? What, how many games are up to you? It's, it's about 100 in the cloud or something on Xbox, uh, Xbox now. Or do you do that? This is, this is why it is so exciting. And I think we're just going to see an absolute... <laughs> nonsense coming out over the next couple of months and there has been a lot of hints out there that this is only the start yeah and microsoft actually okay with came, um, sorry chief microsoft actually came out and said as to where they used to have to go and beg to get these guys on the game pass when they were first starting they now have just so many people coming to them they have a list like they can't even get through onboarding the amount of games that people want to bring to game pass and the player base is huge yeah. uh there for them and yeah duncan i think the luna plus channel could be amazon's game pass in the next six months to a year something like that definitely yeah, so, on that value front, you know, Outriders is going to really showcase you know, the power of putting yeah, a game onto Game Pass. Exactly. I think MLB will be another one. Yeah. Now, I'm paying £29 a month, which is probably about $35, for the, uh, I forgot what it is, Full Access? or The All Pass. Access? Full Access. So yeah. I've got my Series X and Game Pass Ultimate for £29 a month, and I've just got 70 well, 100 quid, 150 quid's worth of games you know, in a month. So I'm getting three times the value of what I'm paying for a next-gen console and the subscription service you know, for for that £30 a month. So I think they are showcasing their subscription service. And I don't think, as Duncan said, it's going to stop now. This is going to be a freight train where all these AAA games are going to go, hmm, we can guess our sales or we can just go on to Game Pass. Yeah. This is great for the consumers, right? If this, I mean, look at all the value that we're getting. And this is waking, I think Duncan was saying this. Sony's, you know, their eyes are open to this, right? Nintendo, uh, Amazon, with what they want Luna to be. Imagine going forward if this is the standard for gaming, right? Sony putting all the games into a subscription, I mean, same day release. They're going to have to, to compete, right? And Amazon taking that approach and even potentially Stadia, right? This is great for consumers. And I'm excited to see how this all plays out. And Duncan, I believe you're right when you say they are just getting started. Because we have another announcement with the backwards compatibility. And that's huge, right? Again, news after news with Microsoft Game Pass and xCloud. They are killing it as of late. So um, anyone else want to add to this move of MLB come to Game Pass? I'm just going to add into this here. And we haven't even seen the start of Microsoft's acquisitions to kick into place yet. And when that starts to happen, it is just going to add even more value to that. And that is, again, this is what Microsoft are, are just trying to take over the whole gaming space and be the number one. And I think it is just brilliant. (laughs) we're touching into the backwards compatibility let's because... get into that yeah I, I i think there was two blog posts of that the first blog post was just here's the games and there was a second uh 
post and I just remember his second name because it's a Brian's second name. It's uh, somewhat Mr. Duncan, we will call him all over at Rare. Uh, he uh, announced what their plans are for the backwards compatibility. So that's being able to play Xbox 360 and uh, original Xbox games. And they are going to be taking advantage of the... FPS boost, and it looks like it's going to be the the speediness of uh, the SSDs as well. So it looks like we're going to see some of these brilliant features, which Microsoft are really pushing, and we're going to see them in xCloud as well. That is awesome. Seriously. Again, the value here is absolutely incredible. Just going to read some of the names out. And realistically speaking, this is um, good because... I'm not, you guys know me, I've said this a lot on this show. If a new game comes out, you're not going to catch me going back playing old games, right? Again, I'd rather play Doom Eternal over Doom 2016. But what this did is it made me actually go back and play some games. So we have Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, I guess that's the sequel, Double Dragon, Neon, Fable, Fallout New Vegas, Gears of War 2, 3, Gears of War Judgment, Jetpack Refueled, Cameo, Perfect. Now, this is the game that I went back to play. Perfect Dark, Dark and Perfect Dark Zero. You have the Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind, Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, Viva uh, Pinata. I never say that. Insane, guys. And again, this is just you have Game Pass and here you go. You don't even have to do anything. Here you go. Insane value. But yep. um, anyone else can add to that if they want. Yeah, I'm totally like you. I, I don't go backwards. I don't go backwards. I'm not really excited. But for something to come to a service, when I seen Banjo Kazooie, Fallout, Fable, Gears of War, and stuff like that, I just thought of these I must have for people who've not played them, especially yeah. when you come to clouds on the go. I was like, these are so the games I've been raving about the last 10, 20 plus years. And when I thought to myself, this is an amazing to bring. I know a lot of people don't like backwards compatible, but because it's coming to cloud with an FPS boost, and make possible touch. I thought this is going to be amazing to have. I know a couple of us have got Xbox Series X's here, uh, maybe some Xbox One X's. I would recommend if you have it, download Assassin's Creed, the original Assassin's Creed, and go just have your eyes open with that. What they have done to that is absolutely amazing. It looks like a complete remaster of the game where they've just uh, upped the resolution. And I think the gameplay is <laughs> has aged, but the actual look of the game, uh, it, it's, it's I. They're, they're doing some magic sort of stuff there with their backwards compatibility stuff. It is just absolutely brilliant. Does and also, the, go ahead. Sorry, and also the preserving games, aren't they? The legacy of this this whole you know, service and device. So it, going forward, it'd be great to see that these games are not going to go anywhere anytime soon. That's true. Yeah. I found true. it interesting that nobody expected it either, right? Nobody expected no. them to revamp all their old games or as many of their old games as they could to make them worthy of being on next gen rather than just leaving the Xbox One ports or the Xbox One X ports that will look okay, but not really next gen on the next gen console. They've just thought, well, actually we've got all these games there. We've got the tech. Let's make the old games look like next gen games and let people get into playing them again. 
I mean, and you guys notice uh, nothing is really ever new under the sun, right? They're simply taking models, successful models from streaming and subscriptions and um, just revamping it for gaming. I mean, think about it. I, I can sit down um, and watch Netflix and pull up an old cartoon that I watched when I was like 10 years old. So it, sh it should be the same for, for gaming. You know, if I, if I feel nostalgic, I can go back and play a game that I played play 10 years ago. So true. Except can now it look like a brand new game. The more often you feel that nostalgic. <laughs> the older you get, the more you need to go back and go get back. those memories going again. Yep. yep. Plus, if you're going to go back and play a Fallout game, especially to maybe get the taste of 76 out your mouth, then uh, New Vegas is a good place to go. <laughs> <laughs> so just real quick, guys, uh, since we have a little time, um, if Microsoft can... So with xCloud, here's my theory with where why this is not where they are right they know once they and i think they're working on it they know once they can match google stadia's performance i i would go as far as to say like it's going to be hard for anyone to compete with them right i think they know what they have and i think they know where they need to go with cloud and i think it's just a matter of time that's why they're not even like stressing about the cloud they're working on it but i think once they are ready it's going to be hard as hell for anyone to compete with x cloud yeah well, we said for a while that you know stadia had a few months to sort itself out after its you know announcement of the closure of the studio they are it does look like they're pushing because we're seeing a lot of games, a lot of announcements. So hopefully that means that there's life. But it is also, like you said, xCloud is looming. It's still capped at 720. The PC app has mixed results right now. We know that there's still hardware problems because people still can't buy Series X blades. So the likelihood of them upgrading to the X blades is probably slim because they want to get those consoles out to the people first before they go... Let's just farm off 500 or a few thousand of these consoles to go and put into our data centers. So that's delayed. But like you said, they are so focused on Game Pass and bringing those games and everything else right now that cloud doesn't really matter. It's a nice to have. But we still see them bringing touch controls. We still bring them, see them bringing new games to the cloud. So it's still not forgotten. But I'm in agreement with you. I think Stadia... And even GeForce now, to a point, will be in serious trouble when xCloud comes at least 1080. And if they make xCloud 1440 or 4K, everybody's in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And anybody that has gamed locally on an Xbox One S, you know why xCloud has the problems that it has. Games do not run well on that hardware and a lot of that hardware that we're dealing with in xCloud is based off of that. Series so X. we've got to get to the series X, not the one S not one X we need to, to, to get proper cloud. And once they do that, it's, it's going to get pretty insane. And you know, Xbox has been doing a great job ever since they almost pretty much closed. They almost quit at the launch of Xbox one. That was, that was almost the end for them. And um, what have they been doing since then? gaining loyalty of gamers listening yeah. to the consumer they started blogs where people could say something and it would happen um they've just really been catering to the gamers and the consumer and it's really paying off and back in 2018 phil spencer said 
Microsoft, uh, Xbox is three to five years away from cloud being to that point where we feel like it's kind of like ready. So we're at that three year mark and they're still talking about maybe 4K by the end of this year and into next spring. So for them, they're right on target for what they've been planning yeah. to do. And they're becoming an absolute dominant, dominant force globally for gaming yeah. and fast. Before, you know, when uh, Spencer said our biggest competitor are Amazon and Google, um, I, I I did see them like being really concerned, um, but now I think they're they just chilling because they know what they have in Game Pass and they know that they're working in the tech. I don't think you know. I, I think they know what they have, and I think in in time we're gonna see that all come to the cloud. But I, I, I think agree. We're gonna yeah, see I iOS before. I think we'll see iOS before we see an upgrade in quality, and that will be the next big step. I think. Sorry, yeah. gamer. No, no, that, that's totally fine. I, I was just going to agree with you guys. I think they, um, they, they've taken Google's, Google's hardest punch and survived it and said, okay, that really didn't hit us too hard. That's fine. And uh, Luna, they aren't worried about those guys. They're slow rolling it out just the same. Um, but they're, you know, I've had this discussion with someone before where I said, is it easier for, for Xbox, uh, Microsoft to catch Stadia's tech versus Stadia catching Microsoft's library? Ooh. Right. It's it's a heck of a lot easier for Microsoft to catch up with the tech, you know, so they aren't worried about. I mean, the library is the hardest thing to accumulate. So they're good. Yeah, I would say so. So you guys look, look, go ahead. I was just going to say in the next couple of weeks on Game Pass, this is what everybody is competing against. Microsoft are going to have FIFA. Football Manager, Madden, NHL, uh, MLB, and NBA. Just think about that. That is all your sports basically covered bar golf, all the, all the major sports, and that is going to be on Game Pass. Uh, and uh, Yeah, I, I think that really <laughs> nails it. I think you can see where they're going, and I just, I just can't, <laughs> can't believe where that high people are going to compete with this going forward. People are going to have to get the big checkbook out if there's still any checkbook or, yeah. the, big, or, or the big bank transfers out there to just really get this going because I want I want some serious, serious competition with Microsoft because I think everybody wins them. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Competition is great and I I echo that too. That's why I'm hope, fingers crossed they don't acquire. We know they will, but if they acquire like Sega, Calcom, my goodness. But someone was saying here, um, we haven't even truly started started seeing like the games, right? They just wait for E3 this year. I think, you know, who knows what they're doing with Halo Infinite? We know it's delayed. We know they're working on Fable. Once those games start coming to Game Pass. My goodness, guys, it's gonna be it's gonna be a problem. But, yeah, you watch we'll yeah. see New World on Game Pass in a few months. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but it's it's so great to say like you know Game Pass. I know we just mentioned like FIFA Twenty One on Game Pass, but it's not on cloud. The cloud portion is it? Where when I've been excited for like Skyrim and Oblivion, that is actually coming to the cloud. So even though I'm a Game Pass subscriber, I still need the hardware. So I can't be really that excited because I think it's like a loophole for me as a cloud enthusiast so i, I would look i looked i would like them to work with ea asap and maybe get fifa 22 and all these other sports games on cloud asap yeah. 
I think this think limitation, yeah. uh, like yeah. Jerry was saying, with you know, uh, still having this uh, Xbox One S blades, right? I think once the Series X blades, you know, come to the cloud, then we can see those games. There. Yeah, the mm-hmm. hardware and the contracts will catch up. And yeah, Microsoft's yeah. ultimate goal is that even if Game Pass can't include every single one of those games onto xCloud, they want to include every purchase you make. And that would be good enough to get things kicking off um, because even the likes of Stadia, you're going to have to buy those games, right, and that type of thing. Or if you want to play on Xbox, you're going to buy those games. So if they could well, at least I make all your purchases available, well, that would be great. Being part of the Game Pass subscription also would be even better, but I can see there's always going to be some fragmentation, especially since all games don't come to PC, console, and cloud anyway as it is. So there's always going to be something, but it's going to get a lot better. Yeah. But it goes back to what we said on the early podcast. Why aren't the services working with the publishers, for example? Like Outrise is terrible on Game Pass, on xCloud. Now, to me, that hurts xCloud going forward, that other publishers will fall by the wayside working with xCloud. So Microsoft needs to up it quick for the games yeah. that are going to come to, that I would love to play in the spring and the fall. So yeah, if, if I've X Cloud, played Outriders on the One S, yeah, locally if, and yeah, if X Cloud, <laughs> sorry, Jerry, go ahead. You're good. It's that bad. That's why it's so bad in X Cloud. It's yeah. it's just as bad locally. One S, the older hardware just can't run these games, and exactly. and what Holtz is saying, they've got to get those upgrades going quick. And I have a hunch it's happening. Yeah. Because I, 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 sorry, I can't wait okay. two, three years. I can't wait for two, three years. The, the next spring and fall game, that's where I need Xbox to hurry up. So There are rumors, and I'm going to put big rumors, that April, May is going to be a very big month. <laughs> We're in April, mm-hmm. guys, and May's next month. So oh, yeah. this should be exciting stuff coming for xCloud. But let's get into Shadow, and Mark, I'm glad you're back. Welcome. And I know you probably don't have the inside deets, but let's speculate. What the hell is going on, guys? Again, we are running out of time. Um, you know, when they held that Twitch event, they said they give us, like, a certain time frame. Um, what's happening, guys? Let's speculate. Are, do, you, do you think they're going to get bought out? Do you think they are in serious trouble? Where? What do you think is going on? We haven't heard anything. People on forums, Reddit, have been asking what's going on. No one's saying anything. So since they're not talking, we're going to talk, right? So just Let's before speculate. we get the, the Shadow Guy opinion on this, what I found very interesting was that they cancelled the Twitch, the, the double... Yeah. Yeah. every other week Twitch stream because they knew the fallout was coming, right? They have gone silent. They're saying that there's still development. We saw the news announcement come out by our email and the forum post, which was very sketchy on the details this time round, where they've been quite open about what they're doing. And I just, a lot of alarm bells are ringing for me right now because when they put that first one out, they said, this process takes a few two to three weeks. We will update you soon. It's been a month and they have shied away from everything. So either that deal didn't go through or something else is happening. But I do know that, especially in Europe, the foreclosure, um, the bankruptcy proceedings have to be done within three months. So they're third way through. And now things are starting to close in. So... At the moment, it's not looking good. And I have had a ton of issues with Shadow recently. 
So I don't know what's been going on, but I've had problems connecting. My stream quality has gone to absolute rubbish. Uh, I've had it restarting. I've had games not starting up. I've, you know, I had to reset it completely back to factory settings to get stuff to work again. So to me, it's not looking great on Shadow right now. And I'm hoping that they come out of it because it is still one of the best virtual PCs out there. And from I've got the gameplay test coming up with Outriders. It's a 1080 equivalent, and it still plays Outriders actually pretty well compared to a lot of the other systems out there. So they do need to step it up, but they have gone silent, and it's the worst thing they can do right now, in my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. So, Mark, what's your take, man? What's a, If you can guess, speculate, what, what do you think is happening? Uh, I mean, straight, yeah, straight away I can confirm, yeah, I know nothing. <laughs> um, I, we got asked a bunch on, on my stream earlier. It's ongoing legal proceedings where we would usually be quite, quite uh, chatty about stuff. Yeah, I got zero information on what's going on. Uh, there's definitely been a bit of give and take since that announcement. So obviously they made the announcement. There was the, obviously that struck uh, a panic with people. And in the two weeks following, there were kind of rollouts of um, improvements. We got um, a big patch recently. I think 444 just came to alpha this week. So they're still doing big development work, which kind of, that's that's your give. But the take is, by the way, we're not going to be doing shadow news for, you know, until further notice. So it puts me in a very confused state. Um I thought the estimate they gave originally was a bit optimistic anyway for this type of proceeding, especially for they need to do it for the EU and the US. If if it's a single purchaser, then they need to do that. And they were saying two to three weeks. That is optimistic in terms of moving anything like this forward, especially <clears throat> with, you know, um, I don't know if there's reduced staff or, or things like that. The pandemic basically slowed everything down. I'm going to assume this is the, uh, the same thing. So um, so I don't think it's a case of it's fallen through. I think things are taking longer than they were supposed to. Even if something goes through, so they've got a buyer lined up, the, the acquisition goes through, I st still can't guarantee what that means. That could mean that it carries on as as normal. They keep all of their staff. If they keep, you know, the high up people who have been turning it around like GB, then we will see <clears throat> these continued improvements either to the streaming software with the, the stuff we're getting recently, the dual screen, the 444. He's testing um, hardware, so we will eventually get hardware improvements and things like that. Or somebody could come in and they could take it and just uh, absorb it into whatever existing business model they have if they're in if they're in the, the business of server hosting virtual machines for corporate clients literally could be anything but they could just swallow what hardware they do like shadow do have <clears throat> pay off the debts keep what they've got i'm torn between the two and mm. i couldn't tell you right now interesting um so i'll just bring this up uh you know when uh when Stadia made the announcement of them closing first party studios, a lot of us came on here and said, uh, you know, they need to follow that right away. Some PR from top needs to come out and just address the future of what's going on and where Stadia is heading. 
the silence, like Chief was saying. It is concerning. And I think making that announcement, it'll be good to have open transparency with your customers. And Yeah, the exact opposite of canceling your weekly news, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, again, I'm putting them on blast here, too. Um, going silent when, you know, people expecting to hear news after making an announcement like that, uh, it's, it's not good. And so they need to say something soon because I feel like people are losing. Well, as a shadow subscriber, I'm in two minds because I said bankruptcy first and I was happy with bankruptcy. Even I was upset. I didn't want the service to go anywhere. And then I was like, well, people said, don't cancel it because you would have to resubscribe. If it succeeds, have a little bit of faith. So I was like, I'll pull a little bit of faith and I've paid two more payments. And I was like, yes, they're going to bring iOS features. They're coming back strong. I would be wrong. But now they've been silent. It's really making me worry to click that cancel first before they take more money off me in the future because i'm starting to feel like it is going belly up yeah yeah stadia and shadow both dropped big bombs and then they didn't do anything to clean up the mess and that's why i still sit here concerned about stadia and shadow both being gone i think shadow has more of a chance of being gone sooner and stadia becoming something else but yeah they came out and said some crazy stuff and then just left it yeah, both of them did, and that has just left so much doubt in some people's minds. That's why a lot of people aren't going to Shadow or Stadia right now. Yeah. I'm sure you get it, uh, uh, Mark and Jerry, because we do. Uh, people are still asking the question: What's going on? Should I make that investment? I really like Shadow, but I'm concerned. And again, just communication. Same thing. We give Stadia a lot of flack for. And I feel what's like... sad. There's a lot of people that actually are using Shadow still to make their living. Exactly. Like this is the PC they use. It's yep. been the best virtual machine. Like Chief said, it still is one of the best. They have the best software, and it's going to affect a lot of people if they don't make it for yep. sure. Yeah, I, 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 I think they're gone, but. <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, and uh, we use Shadow for our streams for our, when we're doing our play-alongs and whatnot. We are using Shadow as the the, the driver of that because it's it's just so good at that for when you're doing uh, Stadia stuff, you're doing the G, even the GFN. Just I think I think it's absolutely class to use that, and I'm going to be really annoyed when it's uh, gone. But I Western think in California, yeah. But it's 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 definitely not looking good, and the canceling of the live stream is a real, real red. Yeah. Okay, Hellmonkey, well, Shadow is dead. There you go. <laughs> clip, clip it, <laughs> clip it. So let me let me just point to Shadow's PR um, and uh, and uh, issue them having. So I've been talking to them, and I'm also in the forums and hearing people have this complaint. So I'm going to share my screen with you guys and you guys just tell me how, first of all, I have a uh, situation, maybe someone who's watching can help me signal fall. You guys tell me if this is a good PR. So if you guys don't know what's going on, I'm having an issue with Google Stadia running on Shadow. And I'm not the only one because I know of others, Dustin, uh, who did some news for us, is having the same issue where pretty close west coast area and so i put i have an error i'm using uh the windows app uh 
trying to play Google Stadium, I share the PC, I get this error. It says that the connection is not stable enough. It does, um, and it doesn't work. I don't know if I finished that here. All right, so they reply yesterday. Hello, me. Thanks for the message. Shadow is a cloud game PC, so it's not made to use another cloud game platform on it. I invite you only to use Shadow and no other platform to game. Have a nice day. Okay. What the hell? <laughs> oh, I'm not being I'm not being funny, but I actually played Stadia on iOS. That was the only way I played it on my tablet through Shadow and stuff like that. And I've played other cloud services using Shadow. I Absolutely. never had no problems. So when they're saying you shouldn't be doing it, I was like, Yeah, well, it ran flawless in the past. I did so it what's your problem? Right. I it did still it does for me. But for anybody in the California data center, it's dead. It's dead. I don't wow. know what they've done. It's just unplayable. And so like, okay. <laughs> You know, That's how but, I play Boosteroid. Yeah. It works on my shadow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I but get just, a decent connection to Boosteroid through my shadow. But the way they read is it's like, have a nice day. Like, that's it. Like, there's no solution. Anyway, yeah, we haven't but, told you that we've sold parts and stuff yeah. like that. We're slowly closing down. We're not going to tell you. Just don't play cloud on it. Yeah. But it's crazy, crazy because I'm going on forums and people lately are having uh, issues with... Um, like getting support so i'm wondering what's going on there too are they did people get fired are they lacking staff are staff just don't care because who knows what's going on there but this is um i think becoming an issue um that needs to be kind of addressed it's funny because they're just mirroring the image to you and then you're sending the inputs to them it's like it's just like a normal pc your end so what's your problem if you're running cloud on that side exactly i don't know i don't know but I, I don't that, know how to. A comment that just got to me was, "Shadow is a cloud gaming PC. You shouldn't use it for use, anything else." Like, like what the hell? What? Who, who are no, you to tell it's me? It's a PC. What? I can use it however I want. I'm paying you guys money too. Like, don't tell me how to. Just anyway. don't cloud game on it. On it's it. a cloud PC. Just don't cloud game on it. And, and so you, you should you should have sent back. Well, give me bigger hardware, hard drive space, and I'll install it locally there, and then I'll stream it. That'd be like it's them saying, don't use it to stream to YouTube. Don't stream on it. Yeah. Anyway. But, guys, that is time. Uh, hopefully, we covered everything. And um, Gamer TV, I can't tell you how thankful I am. And we are to have you, especially for this podcast with our yeah. writers. I felt like that conversation was brilliant. And thank you again for being a part of that. No, thank but, you, guys. Um, yeah. Just want to give the members on here a chance to plug in their channels and what they do. So to get started, Holtz, you can take it first. Well, you can see me on Holtz86 on Twitter, and you can see me on the chat windows on most channels to say hi and you know, anything you want to discuss. Cool, cool. And how about you, Mark? What do you do and where can people find you? Uh, yep, yeah, Mark, what's the... Almost forgot my own freaking channel then. It is... <laughs> past midnight here in the uk mark woods vog on twitter and youtube for cloud gaming uh vr stuff although i'm lacking in that department recently and mark vog on tiktok if you want to be horrendously disturbed <laughs> <laughs> and duncan what do you do sir where can people find you uh, I'm just going to plug this again. You, uh, I'm getting banned off Twitter shortly, and uh, you can make that longer uh, if you go to Stadia Dad's uh, channel there. And there's a, uh, a link there where you can donate for every £500 I am a day off Twitter. We're up to three days so far. Uh, you can find me at Cloudy with Games. Uh, we've got a, 
a giveaway for the game which has been talked about the most and Outriders. If you go check out our Twitter page for that. And tomorrow we're doing uh, Among Us and everybody is welcome to join that. Oh, that's going to be fun. I might join you guys there. Good one to stream. How about you, Jerry? What do you do? Where can people find you? Yeah, as always, at Game Tech Planet for Twitter. We got Game Tech Planet on YouTube, everything from cloud console and PC. It was awesome to have Gamer TV here. I'm always bugging him on Twitter. He's a great down-the-middle guy, part of what I would call the positive <laughs> gaming community. So it was awesome that he was able to jump on here with us. And to anybody that does celebrate, happy Easter. I'm getting ready to go die eggs and get busy. Oh, so That's right. That's right. <laughs> cool. And Gamer TV, by the way, like Jerry was saying, you guys go give him some love, man. He does... Some amazing, amazing content, especially like if you're into cloud gaming. So just tell the people what you do and where they can find you, sir. Um, yeah, so Twitter is um, at GMRTV Plus, and um, the link to the YouTube channel is on the Twitter page. So, And thank you for letting me know to do that because I, I didn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't natural. You're like, hey, man, you should put it in your head or two. I'm like, oh, you know, smart. But um <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, I, I do a lot of quick, short-form content, you know, just so you guys can get in, get out, and be done, but informative. Yeah. It's so crazy because your videos are short but very informative, and it's just like being a dad, right? It's so good to just get a quick fix of, um, like, comparison-wise, this works, this does not work, I should try this update, I should not try this update. So good stuff, man. And again, y'all, go over there, show him some love for sure. I, I, I know I'm definitely going over there right now because your voice, you could tell me anything about tech. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's it. Frame rates per second. I'm like, yes. For sure. Link is in the description too. So just go there, click it, subscribe. Good stuff. And Chief, sir, what what do you do? <laughs> Where, yeah. Well, hopefully you guys should know me from this channel. You can find me right here, annoying everybody. We have to <laughs> usually in the chat though. Is it fair to call you a stadia hater? No, I'm not gonna go down that okay. road. <laughs> okay. He said three Chromecasts, my kids play it pretty much daily. I've that's, got FIFA on there. That's why yeah. I asked. I will play what's on there. So uh, I will oh. give Stadia the pain because Outriders is on Square Enix, but they shouldn't have released it. So just to clarify, Chief uses Stadia. His family uses Stadia, guys. It's it's so crazy when I read messages in the comparison that his favorite one platform, complete opposite. Uh, So again, just want to give you room to clear that out. But appreciate you guys watching. This was a lot of fun. We'll be back next week. So I'll give you guys a rundown on our guests. So we have... um, Clive Belinden is going to be our guest next week. Should be fun. And then we have Brian from um, The Nerd Report. It's going to be our guest the following week. Uh, so good stuff coming to you guys. Always good to have guests on here who are passionate about cloud gaming, like gaming TV. So appreciate you guys. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Till next time, peace out. <laughs>